Manimal here. It's Monday, August 21st, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. I couldn't find Kevin last night. So it's just the Manimal today on Texas Rangers with the boys. I know, I know. It's always not my favorite whenever I have to do the show by myself, but... But I think I did a pretty good job of it. I got some AL West standings updates. I got some Rangers news and notes. I've got some box scores. I got a preview of Monday with the Diamondbacks. So join me today, Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Glenn Otto, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. It's Monday, August 21st. And this is the Manimal here, and you know that if I'm uh, leading the show in, that that means YBK, your your boy Kev, is nowhere to be found tonight. And that's not true. I I know exactly where he is. He's he's in Colorado. We uh we we tried to get together. We we it just it didn't work out tonight. It just I mean, I guess the mountains. Or the hills, or or the Indian ruins that he's staying in tonight in Colorado, uh, did not have the Wi-Fi signal enough for me and him to get together and do the show together tonight. But that's okay. I'm gonna get one more in this week. Hopefully, I don't have to play where in the where in the world is Carmen San Diego with Kevin the rest of the week, but you know you could find Kevin on social medias at Kevin Lee Frazier on both Instagram and Twitter. You can find the old Manimal at Manimal Bull on Twitter, Manimal 300 on Instagram, and Bull Pro on both TikTok and Facebook. So find us on your favorite form of social media, and we can start talking about the Rangers. Don't forget to check out Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, TX Rangers WTB. We've also got a website, Texas Rangers with the boys, all one word. Um, you can also you can also catch us um, at various wrestling shows around the uh, area because we are just a couple of former professional wrestlers that love the Texas Rangers and we like to talk about them. Uh, uh, well. Almost every day, as, as often as we can get together to talk about them, we like to, because a lot of the times on the days that we take off from doing the actual show, we get together and do our sub show down on the farm with the boys where Kevin and I, we talk about the Texas Rangers farm system. We'll talk about everything from the Dominican Summer League teams all the way up to the AAA Round Rock Express and... Uh, you know, tonight we're going to get right in to the Texas Rangers because it was a big weekend for the Rangers. Uh, Milwaukee came in here and they just flat out kicked our butts. They kicked the Rangers' butts up and down all weekend long. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it would have stung a lot more had the Astros also not gotten their butts kicked up and down uh, by, the, by the Mariners. But the stinging part of that is is now Seattle is just as close or almost as close as the Astros are in the AL West. And uh, we're going to talk real quick on that. The Rangers still lead the, the division. Houston is still two and a half games back, just like they were when we uh, when we hit the airwaves the last time and just like we they were before the uh, Brewer series. But the thing is, Seattle was six games back when this 
when this series started, but them beating Houston three times, the Rangers losing three times to Milwaukee, and the next thing you know, the uh, Seattle Mariners are right in the thick of things in that AL West hunt because they have flat out beat up on Houston all season. Uh, the Rangers have fared a little bit better against Seattle. So, you know, they've got seven with them at the end of the season and they'll be playing the Seattle Mariners uh, on the last day of the season. So, you know, it may mean quite a bit. Who knows? We'll see how that goes. Uh, I've got visions of 2013 running through my head and the uh, host holding off those angels, but here came those A's. So, you know, it's just a couple of different teams now instead of the A's and the uh, angels. It's Houston that we're holding off and Seattle on the charge in a hurry because Seattle's got Kansas City and Oakland and, and all those really awful teams uh, coming up here for in their, in their next several games. But the Rangers, their strength of schedule isn't super great either. There's wins in that. There's wins in that for them. Uh, some really good news for the Rangers this weekend, Nathan Eovaldi, he throws another bullpen. I know me and Kevin have talked about it all week last week. Throws a bullpen, throws a bullpen, throws a bullpen. Well, he was up and down, up and down. Got a simulated three, possibly four innings with this last one. And he's going to face live hitters this week at some point. And, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, if he either goes out on a rehab as early as the end of this week or if he is uh, trying to talk his way into letting Boach back in, let him back in the starting rotation with Texas here, because I know he's just chomping at the bit to get back in there. Um, some some real some real worrisome news. Uh, watching the Rangers yesterday afternoon in Milwaukee, Will Smith's velocity was down about a mile mile and a half on almost every pitch that he threw, whether it be the fastball or the slider. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that that's a, you know, that's a big worrisome issue right at the moment, but he got beat up a little bit. And, uh, you know, the, the, a, a guy that relies heavily on that slider and the, cha you know, pitching backwards to get to the fastball, you know, you want the, you want him to play when, when, you, when you get there. So that's kind of one of those, uh, uh, it's worrisome, but, uh, you know, a couple of days, the the rosters will expand a couple of pl players, and, um, you know, I think the Rangers will probably look, be looking towards Jonathan Hernandez uh, or Glenn, and Glenn Otto. Those two guys will probably get the first chance, I would think, when uh, rosters expand, but there's also, you know, Yeri Rodriguez is down there, Alex Spees is down there, Cody Bradford's down there, so they've got guys, they've got pitching down there they've got guys that they're working with they've got guys that they like down there so it's not you know it's not disastrous but it's not good you know I mean losing losing a guy that you've relied or I mean having a guy that you've relied on all season long to get outs for you in the ninth inning and have him start struggling in September August September that's not a good sign and uh you know hopefully Will Smith is just a, a off day and he wasn't feeling it yesterday coming in in a situation that he's not used to coming into you know sometimes that happens to pitchers um yeah you know, it just it's it's one of those things i mean i'm not uh, i'm not 100% worried about it just yet but between that giving up some home runs in a couple outings ago giving up uh, blowing a save his last outing before this and then having this outing where he wasn't very good again, you know, it's starting to be a little worrisome. But, you know, let's let's just say, uh, you know, 
give him some rest and see what happens or get him out there more often. Maybe he doesn't have the feel for the mound right now that he should, you know, pitching every sixth or seventh day. So we'll see. We'll continue to follow that. And I bet Kevin and I will have something to talk about whenever we get to that, uh, when he's back tomorrow morning. Um, I wanted to mention Round Rock has won 12 games in a row and 13 of their last 14. And in that 12-game winning streak, Kyle Cody has won four of those games. And and this is big because Kyle Cody has struggled all season. He could he just couldn't get anything going as a starter. I kind of felt like in my heart of hearts and have felt this way for a long time that Kyle Cody is probably a bullpen hand. Now, <clears throat> I know that with Round Rock not having a ton of starting options this year, they tried to stretch him out. They tried to get him to a position to where he was going to go four or five innings. It never really happened. When he's Now that he's kind of moved to the bullpen and he's getting innings in that fifth, sixth, seventh inning, you know, things are going a little bit better for him, and it's really nice to see. And Kyle Cody's been one of those guys that you know, when they drafted him, he was – he was probably a fourth rounder, or I mean, I think he was drafted in the fourth round, but he was a first rounder drafted in the fourth round because of elbow uh, issues. He had the elbows cleaned. He, he got that taken care of somewhere around 2019, 18 or 19. He made it to the big club uh, in the in the shortened season in 2020. Uh, was was somewhat successful. Uh, in his in his little bit of time, and then hurt his arm again, pushed him back to this season. He spent most of the year with Round Rock. He's been struggling as a starter, but since he's moved to the bullpen, between him him and Cole Wynn, they're starting to finally get some production out of those two guys, and it's really nice to see. And Round Rock has really put together a nice stretch of baseball. Sam Huff, who we've seen a little bit with the Texas Rangers, He's got 15 home runs and 56 games down at AAA. So, you know, I think uh, constant at-bats are something that could really make uh, Kyle Cody, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, um, Sam Huff uh, a better player even at the big league level. And that's good to know with, you know, the uncertainty of Jonah Heim right now um, because, because hey, if, if, if you ask Kev, he, he might tell you that he doesn't know that he's healthy right now. So, you know, I mean, so we've had that kind of conversation, and I'm not saying he's not right. I think, I think we know that he's not healthy right now, but the extent of it, uh, it, it may be, you know, it may be different than what we know. So, um, but anyways, uh, good to see Round Rock really putting it together, um, Huff. Cody, Wynn, those guys are starting to do some good things. Jake Latz is pitching good in the back end of that bullpen. Spees is starting to put it together. Mark Church is throwing well in the back of that bullpen. Um, and uh, um, Zach Kent has worked his way back into starting some games for that thing. And the guys that like Duggar and those guys that have been uh, uh, with the thing all year as pitching depth have done a good job recently um, in the starting roles that they've been given. So just really nice to see Round Rock do some things um, and and. and and, and really put together a stretch of baseball that's been really good for them. So, um, you know, that's kind of what I got today for Rangers news. Uh, my big news that I want to let everybody know is, is that on October 6th at till the end, when we know about the giant cage match, we know about Damo McCullough against Brent McKenzie, we know about the number one contenders match between, uh, between, Brick Savage and Franco D'Angelo. 
But I want to talk about Dante Smiley and Chris Lyons. These two guys, they may be two of the top competitors in all of the state of Texas. And I'm not talking about pro wrestlers. I'm talking about competitors. Two of the dogs that really want to go get it almost every time they're out there. It's the match of the night. It's the match of the card, whatever card they're on, whatever match they're in. Those dudes are out there putting up match of the night. So I'm excited about seeing those guys go again because uh, last time, it ended in a time limit draw and I can't imagine either one of them are happy about it not one of those neither one of those dudes neither one of those dudes likes a tie and I guarantee you that on October 6th at the Ridgely Theater just a stone's throw away from Interstate Highway 30 just west of Fort Worth Texas that one of those guys is going to come out on the advantage I don't know who it's going to be just yet but Man, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think they're going to go 15 minutes again and draw. I think somebody's going to win this one this time, and I'm excited for it. So get on out. It's till the end, uh, the first ever Cowtown Cage match. It's going to be a big time. we got Big Dogs, Kelly's Onion Burgers. I think there's going to be more uh, food trucks. I'll have to I'll have to check with Jason when I talk to him this week and see. But we're also going to have Starry's Ice Cream, who, let me just tell you, the best ice cream hands down in the city of Fort Worth and it's not even close um, we'll also have Martin House Brewing will be in the house, you know they're always doing something cool with Matt War Pro so October 6th 7pm, probably closer to 8pm bell time but you know get there, get there early so you get a good seat, we plan on this thing selling out at about 600 people so come on out, join Matt War Pro, Friday October 6th Till the end. So we had a couple of games. What we uh we kind of talked about Friday night's game whenever me and Kevin were on Saturday morning when uh Kevin was able to get away and talk some Rangers baseball with me last time when I tracked him down and trapped him. So I won't talk too much about Friday. I did want to say I thought Friday they showed a lot of fight and that they they were never really out of the ball game and they had times that they probably could have put themselves in a position to win that thing. And I think looking back, they would have really liked to now. And when you look at Saturday, um, you know, Dane Dunning wasn't awful. Um, five innings, three runs. Uh, you know, he went back out for the sixth, put a guy on, you, you know, Bochy's like, nah, that's, that's enough. Uh, only had four strikeouts um, on the back of his career high 12 from the other night. Uh, so, but he takes the he takes the loss in this game. Um, nothing really nothing really stands out as bad about his line. Um, there not he didn't give up a bunch of free base runners. Uh, his stuff didn't see. I mean, you know, a lot of balls with eyes that got through and found a hole and not not a ton of stuff hit hard. But he did give up the two home runs. So you know, I mean, it doesn't really matter who pitches behind it and what Martin Perez does behind it. You give up three runs and you score one. It doesn't really matter what you do after that. I mean, you know, Martin Perez, uh, you know, he was he was in there to eat innings until they uh, showed some signs of life, and they never showed signs of life. So he was able to finish off that thing in the last four and and get them four innings and not you know, make him work the bullpen any deeper than it had to yesterday and uh, ended up being a really good thing with the way that Scherzer pitched uh, 
on uh, on Sunday. So uh, Perez, not that he was good, um, but he he wasn't good. He wasn't bad. I mean, a couple of walks preferred not to have those. Ten base runners over four innings isn't good, and a couple of extra base hits, and you know the, gave up three more runs. And it just it was kind of ugly from all st- all standpoints. I mean, they're they're. Uh, their RBI was a tailor-made ground ball double play that they botched and booted and kicked and and Tavares beat out and got an RBI for it. But, um, you know, there just wasn't a lot to like about Saturday uh, on the on the Rangers side. I mean, four strikeouts, uh, only one one time on base for the uh, in, in eight at bats for or eight plate appearances from Simeon and Seager. Uh, you don't see that very often. It's really kind of, kind of an anomaly. Um, Adolis Garcia, you could tell he needed a day off on on Sunday. I mean Saturday, he looked he looked probably the worst that I've seen him as far as as chasing and and swinging at pitches out of the strike zone. So he might have he might have needed a mental day on Sunday, and I'm glad to see him get that thing. Uh, Garver wasn't very good on Saturday. Uh, a couple of strikeouts, nothing really doing. Uh, Heim did have the one bloop hit, um, but Heim has kind of struggled since he's been back from the the DL. Uh, they kind of used several guys in those at bats later on in the game. Grossman or Martinez, neither one of them had a very good at bat. Uh, Jankowski did have the first hit of the game, and he scored the only run. Uh, found found a hole, worked his way around, scored on the. Uh, Zeke uh, Duran had a ground ball single in between it. First and third, Tavares grounded. Like I said, Taylor made ground ball double play, but can't assume the double play, so nobody gets an error when you get one out. And the uh, uh, the Rangers were able to put one on the board there, but uh, nothing doing after that, and it just was a rough night for the uh, for the Rangers altogether. Uh, not not exactly their best performance of the season, and uh, you know, I mean. It was kind. Of, I mean, it was kind of an ugly weekend. I, I mean, there isn't much more that you could say about that. The bats weren't great. The pitching wasn't great, and you know, Milwaukee came in here, and there it was just the opposite of that. I mean, uh, Woodruff wasn't super great on Friday. Uh, is that his name, Woodruff or Woodward or what? I think it's Wood Wood for Woodruff, but he wasn't super great on. Um, on Friday, but he did enough to keep the team in the in the game, and and uh, the Rangers bullpen struggled on Friday and didn't get enough outs to to really make that thing uh, the or get the win that they needed to get. And uh, Saturday, like I said, you know, not a whole lot going on there. Uh, like that's why kind of in that in the news, I'm talking about those guys like John Hernandez and Glenn Otto, a couple of farmhands. And uh, if you want to know more about the farmhands in the Texas Rangers system, you can always go on to our Spotify page, click on the, the subscription page, sign up for our subscription page at $1.99, and you'll get all the Rangers farm news to go along with the, uh, the Texas Rangers with the boys regular show. And, uh, you know, we're going to add to the subscription page as we get more time, more uh you know the especially this winter whenever we've got uh um some downtime to you know 
focus on different aspects and not have so much of the season going on. So you'll, you'll have to keep your eye on the subscription page, especially as we get into November and December and see what kind of changes we make. But for, as of now, we try and get on every couple of weeks to a Down on the Farm show. Right now, Kevin's on vacation, so it's hard to get away to do an extra show. But normally, for the most part, we try and do one a week. And uh, this was... Uh, um, the... And, and this only is one dollar ninety nine. Check it out. We'd love to see you, see you on it. You can find it on our website down on the far or uh, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, or you can find it on our Spotify page and just click that subscription. And while you're over on that Spotify page, follow us too, so you get all the latest Texas Rangers with the Boys news as well. So Sunday yesterday, man, I mean Scherzer. Threw a lot of pitches early, didn't get the long ways into the game. Uh, really, you know, like on a day where you kind of was hoping that uh, Scherzer would be that guy that locks it down and gets you six, seven quality innings. He was only able to work into the fourth inning, and he had uh, four walks, a hit by pitch. Uh, so five free base runners to go on top of those three hits. And, uh, you, you know, I mean, walked walked himself into a problem, hit Adamas, uh, walk Tellez behind that or whatever. And, uh, you know, the next thing you know, there's two across. And the next inning, he just kind of couldn't get out of things in the fourth. And uh, Bochy kind of had no choice but to go and get him. And, I uh, mean, you know, he was missing by a quarter inch. But he was missing, you know, and he wasn't getting those calls. And, and you know, maybe some calls that Hauser got earlier in the game that Scherzer wasn't getting, and that baffles me that there's a Hall of Famer out there on the hill, and he's not he's not getting the calls that that uh, Hauser's getting. But anyways, uh, you know, I mean, nothing you can do about it. And the Rangers had some opportunities to score some runs, and they just didn't. And uh, you know, Seager Seager had the solo home run, but he also you know Nate Lowe followed that with a with a double, and they didn't move him at all, and uh, Garver wasn't very good in his uh, first time in the four-hole this season, and um, Jankowski is baffling in the five-hole, and, uh, you know, J.P. Martinez has cooled significantly since those first couple of games. Uh, uh, Duran kind of propped the thing up. He had a couple of hits today, scored a run, uh, reached on an error, uh, he did a little bit of everything. Uh, Grossman, one for four. Nothing really special about his day. And Tavares, uh, another RBI on a, on a, uh, on a, uh, a ground ball that just they couldn't turn two on. I want to say I think that's what happened. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, you know, not a great night for the Rangers or great day for the Rangers again yesterday. Uh, but tomorrow's a new day. Um, they've got, uh, Arizona coming to town, uh, and, uh, you know, Arizona's playing some of their worst baseball of the season. You're getting some young guys They're, Um, you know, they're, they're sending a really young guy to the Hill tomorrow in Slade Sassoni. Um, 
He's a he's a 24-year-old right-hander, and he's only thrown 10, 10 innings in the big leagues in his career, and they've all come this year, so not a ton to go on. Those 10 innings have come over the course of three different games, so uh, not exactly sure how much they're expecting to get from Slade Sassoni tomorrow, but the Rangers are countering with Jordan Montgomery, and he's been pretty fantastic as a Ranger. And uh, you know I like the I like the Rangers' chances, but they gotta they gotta hit they gotta start hitting, and uh, you know I expect them to I, we expect them to hit, and no, none of these guys have ever seen Sasoni, so you know I mean it's a it's a good chance to go up there looking at uh, what he's got and what he throws, and and looking for those pitches instead of uh, uh, more of a game. You know who knows? We'll see what happens, but. Uh, you know, sometimes sometimes you get that guy, and sometimes that guy gets you. So we'll we'll kind of see what happens tomorrow. Uh, game time eight forty uh, Central Time, so it's a little bit of a later game out there in Phoenix, and uh, hopefully everything will be as planned with uh, Phoenix getting this uh, um, uh, hurricane weather that they're not used to out there in uh, in Arizona, California, and Nevada. So hopefully everybody's okay out there and tomorrow they'll be able to play some baseball and not have to worry about it because you know i mean it rains it rains two and a half inches here over the course of a day no big deal it does that in in los angeles and las vegas and places where they're not used to that kind of rain you know it can be a a really big deal so so hopefully everything's good out there in the southwest and that they'll be able to play baseball tomorrow i imagine they will be but you never know weird things do happen in the midst of hurricanes um ask ask astro fans they're still super salty about not wanting to give them some home games uh so anyways uh um, we'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully Kevin will be back with me. I believe that he will be. Um, but I don't want to put any guarantees in it. Um, but uh, hopefully Kevin will be back with me on Tuesday morning and we will get back to uh, Texas Rangers with the boys because that sounds a lot better than Texas Rangers with the boy. That kind of sounds weird. So anyways... Don't forget to follow us on social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, all one word. And uh, I guess it's just the old manimal, and I'm signing off. Wait, I said that wrong. Signing out. <laughs>